0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today I'm actually going to tell you a very personal story, something that I did the other day. And some of you are going to like it and have a breakthrough. And some of you are probably not going to like it and you're going to judge me for it. And I debated whether or not I should tell this story. But at the end of the day, I realized this. This podcast exists solely To help you understand how the wealthy think, to help you change your own money mindset, to give you the choices of how you want to view money, how you want to embrace it, how you want to go out and pursue it, because to each their own. And so as I tell this story, know that I tell this story in an effort to share everything that goes on in my life. And I tell this story in an effort to really use one heck of an impactful example of how the wealthy think versus the average everyday person who continues to struggle. Now, before I do that, I just want to remind you guys that I've got this wildly awesome business mastermind. And we are cruising through 2018 with it right now. And the 30 people in there are having some of the biggest years they've ever had, even though we're only halfway through the year, not even. Some of them have literally had the biggest months of income that they have ever, ever had. One of them just hit a best-selling list with the launch of her brand new book. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of breakthroughs. Now, I'm going to start enrollment for 2019's class, and here's the catch. At least three quarters of these people will probably re-up, so there's only going to be a few spots available available for the 2019 class. And so the way that I'm going to fill it is, of course, by looking through all of the applications that are slowly being submitted online and seeing which ones are the best fit for the group. So if you think that you, as a traditional entrepreneur, as a traditional business owner, need a mastermind like this, then you need to go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Again, it is fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Click on the apply here button and fill out the application. That's what gets you in queue. That's what allows me to review the applications and say, great, these might be a fit. Um, These I don't think are a fit yet. And then I start interviewing the fits once I start enrollment at the end of this year. So we're a few months away from enrollment, but the sooner you get your application in, the sooner or the closer in the front of the line that you're going to be. All right. So here goes the story. I'm about to tell you a story of something I did the other weekend. And it's a story, once again, that I think is a incredible personification of how the wealthy think and act versus how the everyday person does. And wonders why they're not getting ahead. I'm not telling you this story for you to like me. And I'm not telling you the story for you to judge me. I'm telling you this story in an effort to create a breakthrough. And sometimes the most controversial stories are the ones that stick with you and illustrate something and allow you to choose a side or create a breakthrough. So I call it the parking meter story. Now here it goes. Lori and I went down to the beach to go surfing the other day. And it was the afternoon and it was on a weekend. And if you've ever come to Santa Monica or any major beach tourism city and tried to go down to the beach parking lots, it is a line. It's not just a line to get in, but it's a line to go up to the little machine and buy your little parking ticket that you have to put in your windshield. And so we parked, got the surfboards off the truck, and I went to the line. And I realized, whoa, we're going to be here a while. Like I started counting the people in front of me. There were 11 parties in line in front of me, and each person was taking about five minutes. So the simple math was that I would be standing in line to buy my $15 parking ticket to put in the windshield for 55 minutes, for one hour of my afternoon. So I went up to the parking attendant that just kind of watches over the parking lot. And by the way, the parking lots are owned by uh, City of Santa Monica. And every time you buy one of these parking tickets, you know, the money goes to City of Santa Monica. So I went up to the parking lot attendant and I said, quick question for you. How much is the parking ticket if I don't buy the pre-ticket, right? So they come through, they patrol the parking lot, and anyone who didn't buy this little i uh, park your ticket for $15. They'll give you a actual parking ticket like you would get out in the city. And he said, oh, it's 50 bucks. And I said, okay, thank you. And I immediately made the calculation. I immediately made the decision that for the $35 difference, I was not going to stand in that line with everybody else. And I was just gonna go grab my surfboards and go down to the sand and start enjoying my afternoon. Now, here's where you might say, what a jerk like it's the law to stand in line and buy your $15, you know, parking pass or what a jerk just cuz you have more money and can afford the $50 parking ticket that doesn't mean that you don't have to stand in line like the rest of us except here's where i offer you a different perspective sometimes rules are just guidelines and You choose what rules you're going to follow in life based on what your values are. Now, listen, I like to believe I'm a great person. I do really good things. I've got a massive heart. But standing in line for an hour of my afternoon is not worth a $35 difference. Everybody has a hourly value to their time. And this is where you start to learn how the wealthy think. And anything that does not fall in line with that hourly value needs to be reevaluated why are you doing it now listen never never hurt somebody else with your decisions just because something doesn't fall in line with your values but if it's something that isn't going to hurt anybody for example city of santa monica did not get my 15 dollar parking pass instead they gave me a 50 dollar parking ticket they actually benefited there And I benefited because I got an hour of my day back by not waiting in this line, waiting for everybody else to figure out the little parking machine. This is how the wealthy think. They do these quick calculations saying, is it worth X number of dollars for me to do Y? Let me repeat this. Is it worth X number of dollars for me to do Y? And if the answer is no, they don't do it. They don't do things just because everybody else is doing it. They don't do things just to fall in line. They think differently, and therefore their results are differently. Now, here's the crazy part. I stood in line with people for the first five minutes, and you know they saw me. I saw them. They saw me park. Um, they saw me park a rather expensive car. They saw me go up to the parking attendant and ask the question, and then they saw me skip the line, go grab the surfboard, and go down to the beach. I'm sure a lot of them at that moment made the judgment, what a jerk or another example of a rich asshole. Except this is where I challenge them to think differently about the value of their time, and if they did, they would get better results because they'd start placing a higher value on each hour of their life. So while they may pass judgment for what I did, I would like to think that I inspired at least one person that realized, wait a minute, why am I standing here for a $35 difference? I'd rather go get one hour of my vacation back. I'd rather go get one hour of my time back. Time is the most valuable thing you have, something that you literally can never buy again or replace. And so as I tell you this story, I'm sure some of you have judgments, like what a jerk, laws are laws, rules are rules. You're supposed to buy the little parking pass and stand in line just like everybody else. And I bet some of you are having an aha moment like, oh, I get it. You actually have to value your time, like place a real value on your time and act accordingly if you are going to attract abundance. And you might be saying, well, wait a minute, how does skipping a line and paying an extra $35 attract abundance? Well, number one, I made an abundant decision. I didn't nickel and dime myself and exchange an hour for that $35 difference. No, I made an abundant decision and said, you know what? I can afford 50, no problem. Money does not matter, what matters to me is my time spent on the beach with my wife. That's how you attract more abundance. Another way that this attracts more abundance is instead of standing there pissed off in line for an hour and getting annoyed and then having that be the trickle-down effect, maybe I would have bothered Lori afterwards because I would have been in a bad mood, we would have had less time surfing, which means we wouldn't have been as recharged, which meant when Monday rolled around, we wouldn't have been as prepared for our income-producing workday follow me there. But instead, because of the decision I made, I skipped a line. I didn't get frustrated. I felt empowered. I went down and got an extra hour of hanging out at the beach with my wife, recharging, feeling amazing. And when Monday rolled around, I felt fantastic and was able to produce significant income because I was in the flow and recharged. And so I'm really curious to know as you listen to this, what you think. If you think, well, you should have followed the rules because everybody else is. Or if you're having the breakthrough of, hmm, sometimes rules and traditions need to be questioned, and when you think differently, you get rewarded differently. Let me know what you guys think. I'm curious. Either way, you know I love you, I appreciate you, and I'm always going to share my life with you and every part of it in order to teach you how to think more abundantly. Because once you do, you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things.